I said that because of certain issues, I really don't want to get deeply into the Israeli-Hamas debate in a particular fashion. But with somebody with a megaphone, I think it is responsible for me to go over some human morality. I think it would be wrong for not making certain statements. It would be wrong because when we have airwaves being politicized in a manner that silences people, it is a hurt on democracy. And not only on democracy, it's the hurt on humanity. And I'm teeing this off for what occurred in Congress last night. Rashida Talib, a congresswoman from uh, Michigan, she was censored. She was censored because she made statements, specifically one from the river to the sea, which some have interpreted to mean the destruction of Israel. By the way, it really does not. I know you're going to have a lot of people immediately say, oh, that's what they say and that's what they mean. I mean, look, those words are even in the Jewish manifesto. She got censored yesterday, but before she got censored, she gave a passionate speech on the floor. She is the only Palestinian inside of Congress. I'm not looking for a debate here, my brothers and sisters. I just want to state a few things here. As a born a Panamanian, citizen, naturalized American now. In 1989, I was here in the United States. My father was still alive and lives in Arco East, right across the street from Colón. I have relatives living in Panama City. Uh, Manuel Antonio Noriega was the dictator of Panama. They like to call him a dictator. It's not, it's not that black and white there, but he was a dictator of Panama. And uh, he had all kinds of alliances with the American CIA. And uh, they, they would have agreements for spying on people, all that kind of stuff. But there was one ask that the CIA asked of Noriega, and he didn't do. And, uh, well, he, it was also known that he kind of laundered money for the drug dealers. I mean, like a lot of we launder, a lot of our banks launder money for them. They created pretexts to get Noriega out of power. And the, but the pretext is immaterial, what they used to get out of power. I want to talk about the humanity here. So there's one person, one person that America claimed that they wanted out of power because they were, you know, laundering money for drugs in America. You know, they didn't say, let's teach Americans not to use drugs. They said, this guy is providing the supply or allowing the supply of drugs to the United States, we're gonna take him out. And in the process to take him out, we use the military might of the United States to bomb the smithereens, specifically out of three cities, Colón, Chorrillo in Panama City, and David. They wanted to take out the cuartels, that's the places where the militaries of, uh, not the military, the Guardia Nacional, the National Guard of the country was, the major parts of it. So they took it out. But they didn't only take out the military portions, but around these bases, like in many other Latin American countries, there are a lot of tenement buildings, etc., where thousands of people live. So as these bombs were let go indiscriminately, thousands of Panamanians were killed died. Thousands of Panamanians died. And uh, they, they did a lot of cover-up. They 
created big pits where they threw all the material from the Guardia Nacional and all these things into the ground. I don't think a lot of you hear these stories on our regular mainstream media channels. You hear bits and pieces about it, but you don't hear about it in detail. But I bring that up to tell you that that has been our modus operandi, our military's modus operandi. That has been the way Colin Powell always spoke about whenever you're going to go and go in to do massive damage, in other words, so that nothing happened to our people. When we were attacked in Iraq by Saudis who trained in Afghanistan, when we were attacked and we lost 2,300 innocent Americans, we did similarly, but not so much so in Afghanistan because a lot of these fighters was, were in the mountains, etc. So the damage wasn't as bad on civilian populations. But the truth of the matter is we don't care. We never cared. When we then created a pretext to go into Iraq, in Iraq, our smart bombs killed several hundred thousand people under the pretext that Saddam Hussein also had something to do with 9-11. But civilians got killed indiscriminately in Iraq again. And we as Americans felt, many of us listening to our media and our government justified that innocent Americans and several thousand American soldiers got killed, the war machine. So we thought it was sufficiently humane that that was in response to the killing of Americans and that somehow that would make things better, that would make this not happen again. That's what we would be felt to believe. But at the same time, folks, at the same time, all those brave firemen, all those brave officers that went ahead and cleaned up New York and in the process of cleaning up New York, in the process of being in that bombed area, got ill, got sick, got all kinds of diseases. We cared so much about humanity that we couldn't invest the few billion dollars in giving those folks the, the, they had to fight so hard. Even John Stewart and everybody had to fight for our Congress to give these guys the money for their health that was caused by this explosion. But we had no problem sending monies to the war machine that continued to do its thing. And this story can be repeated for Grenada. This story can be repeated for Haiti. Haiti, this story can be repeated for many uh, uh, countries that we have invaded across the world. So then comes Israel. And we had Hamas who goes in and murders terroristically 1,400 Israelis. And Netanyahu, who really one has to consider a war criminal, not only for what has occurred since those 1,400 innocent Israelis were killed, but for what he has been doing in Gaza and the West Bank for several decades. You have this guy goes in, go in to Gaza after 1,400 innocent Israelis are killed. And he goes into Gaza and decimate 25% of the infrastructure, buildings, everything decimated and claims. Well, I tell them to leave. I tell them to go south. But if they go south, they are bombed as well, even yesterday. I cut off their food. I cut off their water. I cut off all these things, humaneness, humanity, 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 humanity. On TV yesterday, uh, one of their representatives on the war, war, war team said specifically when asked, now that all this is occurring to help solve this problem, will you create a two-state solution? 
he said that it's too early to talk about that we have to re-educate Palestinians first. We have to re-educate them as to what is right first. He said that on MSNBC yesterday. No other country in existence. We talk about some a, a country. The people of one country does not have to like the persons of another country to be a country. But we have to re-educate them to like us. And if they do, they can become an independent state. Of course, I ask everybody to look up, to study about the formation of the country, the, the new country of Israel a few decades ago. I am asking everybody that is listening to my voice not to jump to conclusion or jump to a call calling somebody anti-Semitic because they just look at what's out there and look at the facts. I'm saying, let's look at humanity. Let's look at what's right. I brought this, I started this subject with Rashida Talib being censored by, uh, by the Congress. Not even all the Republicans voted to censor her. In fact, we had, uh, one, uh, a Republican uh, guy out of Colorado that's retiring now, of course, voted again. He, he voted to table it and he said, we can't be doing this because somebody's exercising differs in the way they see things, the way their opinions are. I've spoken to Rashida Talib personally at the in the Philadelphia Netroots Convention. And I can tell you, we even spoke about her stance on Palestinians, etc. The woman is not anti-Semitic. What she is is somebody who understands the pain that Palestinians must live in, in their open-air prison in Gaza and in the West Bank. Until we get honest about humanity, about the belief that all people have a right to life, that all people's life are of equal value, all people's lives are of equal value. We will continue to have the events, Hamas, Israel, uh, uh, America, etc. And we as Americans, we have to also tether our own military. Because more so, how can we ask Israel? Israel just came back to us. Netanyahu was right when Biden says, cease fire. Well, he didn't say ceasefire. He says pause, but he really means ceasefire because he understands what's going on in Gaza. When he said pause, all Netanyahu had to say is, Brother Biden, who could tell Bush to pause in Afghanistan and Iraq? Who could ask Bush number one to pause in Panama in 1989? Who could ask Reagan to pause in Granada in 1980 something i don't remember the date and in fact i did an interview with a, an american citizen a few two weeks ago who went through what occurred in grenada when the united states invaded grenada as well over here in the united states uh there is a war on critical thinking there is a war on asking folks not to sit back and just accept the standard line that we're told, the indoctrinative line that is told to us. And it's not the American citizens that are at fault. It is our media. It is our information networks that's controlled by a plutocracy whose intent on keeping us less than informed in keeping us in a fashion that 
are on a in the fashions that are unable to think critically, that are unable to look at things the way they should. And you know what? There are many countries around the rest of the world. They don't have that restrictions. They don't have an army. They don't have bombs. They don't have all those things, but they have people who think and they understand what is occurring in the rest of the world. But they think, they think. And while we sit back indoctrinated, we suffer the consequences, both financially, both with our lives, both with everything, because we are uninformed on issues. And when somebody comes out there and try to change and make us more informed, most of the times or many of the times, they are beaten down. Rashida Talib is no anti-Semitic person. Rashida Talib is a person who is watching her people, her, the, the, the skulls cracked of kids. She's watching the arms and limbs decimated on kids and adults. And having a visceral reaction to look at people who look like her being treated like trash, not just after the, in a, the, the, the vicious killing of 1,400 people in Israel, not just after that incident, but a continuum over decades. And many people around the world see this happening and f- folks find justifications for it. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.